my advice to someone that is just starting is to give yourself some grace. It's probably going to be pretty choppy and pretty, you know, not beautiful the first few episodes. You don't look back. You just keep going forward because if you let those little things trip you up, then you'll quit. Welcome to Podcasting in Real Life, the Buzzcast show where we dive into the real-life stories of podcasters in the middle of their podcasting journey. I am your host, Travis Albritton, head of content over at Buzzsprout, and you won't hear anyone famous on these podcast episodes. Instead, you'll hear everyday podcasters just like you share their personal stories about how podcasting has impacted them and also the things that they've learned along the way. And in today's conversation, I get to sit down with the host of The Rookie Life, Crystal Prophet. And what I love so much about Crystal's podcast is that she focuses on having that beginner's mindset, that learner's mindset. And in our conversation, we dive into how that is so helpful as a podcaster, that you're always learning new things, you're always finding new ways to grow. And just by having that perspective that I am constantly learning, I'm constantly adjusting and adapting, how that helps you so much in podcasting. And we also talk about facing your fears, about not letting your fear and your anxiety get the best of you and hold you back from creating your best work. Now, Crystal's journey to podcasting actually began after she left her corporate job and wanted to start an online business while being a stay-at-home mom. I was in the corporate world for about four years, and then I started staying at home with my uh, my middle son. So I have three boys, ages nine, six, and three, and I started staying at home, and um, that was in about 2014. And so ever since I started staying at home, I just knew I had this purpose inside of me, and I couldn't figure it out. Or basically, the last four years has been me trying to figure out what that is, and I see a lot of people have success with online businesses. So that's kind of where I've focused for the last few years. And I thought blogging was the way to go and then maybe doing video or social media. So I've been playing around with a lot of ideas. And um, this whole time, I've been listening to podcasts. So I've been a consumer of motivational podcasts. I mean, I I think... The genesis moment was when I started listening to Dave Ramsey, like his podcast, like I endorse everybody in their organization. They're so amazing. They have some of the best podcasts out there, Um, but I started really listening to them. So I think that I put podcasting up on this pedestal of, oh, it's these million dollar companies that have them. It was Dave Ramsey and Brian Buffini and a lot of other people that, I mean, they're already, their businesses are making millions of dollars every year. And so I honestly had never even considered starting a podcast until a blogger that I follow, and I've been following her for several years, she announced in, I guess it was April or May of this year, hey, I started a podcast and I launched it and I was at the gym, which is, I'd normally listen to podcasts when I'm running. And she said, you know, I'm like, this is my podcast. This is why I started it. And I was like, you know what? I could do this. I could do this. And my husband was like, what do you talk? What do you talk about? Like, you can't do a podcast. Like, you don't, you don't know what you're doing. I'm like, you know what? I don't, but I will figure it out. And 
Um, I had a blog at the time that was all about the rookie life, and I've really embraced this story of being a rookie. Um, I wrote a book that was about um, being a rookie and not really knowing what to do and just trying to figure out how to read my Bible. That was what the first thing that it was. It was all about figuring out prayer and devotionals and doing all these things, and that's really where the term rookie was born out of. And then I just thought, you know what? I have so many people in my life that have amazing stories, and I had tried to write about those on the blog, but it just kind of, you know, you're reading something, and yes, there are certain things that can move you to tears, you know, and I'm just, I would read these interviews that I did with these people, and I read them back, and I'm just like, it's just not the same impact as when you're on the phone with someone, or you see someone, or you hear someone, and so I remembered thinking that back from my blogging days, and um, then I thought, I know all these people, I can just have them on a podcast, and that's really where it started. I started asking friends and family that I knew, they have these amazing stories that other people would really enjoy hearing. And so um, that's really where The Rookie Life was born. So I hope that wasn't <laughs> too long of an answer, but... <laughs> no, that was great. That was great. So you had, so you saw podcasting as kind of fitting as a, a bigger puzzle piece into a, an online brand that you're trying to, to help feed and facilitate to be able to kind of break from the corporate life, but still you know, provide for your family and help out at home. Is that, is that correct? Yeah. I think that I never really considered it, um, as like a stream of income and I still don't, um, you know, I'm not, you know, backed by these amazing sponsors or anything. What I do personally is, um, I look at podcasting as an extension of my brand. So I'm a writer, I'm a blogger, I try to do motivational speaking and, um, you know, all these things. So I don't look at it as a podcast as the end all be all for my business. Um, I think that there's some people out there that, you know, that's all they do and that's all they focus on. And I think that that's great. But I also, um, like I use my podcast to promote other things and other people and to kind of get the word out and, Yes, I'm a writer, but I'm not a trained writer. Like I have a business background. Like I did I'm just I'm not an amazing writer by any means, but blogging is really hard for me sometimes. Like it's hard for me to get the words from my head onto paper, but man, you put a microphone or you, you know, you get get me on the phone and I can just talk your ear off. So it just comes more natural uh to me to podcast. No, that makes sense. And for most people, I think that's true. It's it's a lot easier to hold a conversation with someone than to write something out right. because you always, as you write, you're also your own worst enemy, and that you're editing it as well. As oh, much absolutely. as you try not to, you're like, how do I make this as perfect as possible right out the box? Where when you're talking, it it might be a little bit easier just to kind of let your thoughts flow and just get it out. Yes, um, absolutely. You know, and I've actually used, um, you know, since I got. And, you know, a really cool program, like I use Audacity and I use, you know, my microphone. Like I've actually used speaking as a form of writing sometimes. Like I will just turn on Audacity and start talking and that's how I get the ideas out of my head. Like I've, it's almost like I've tapped into this like 
I don't know if you would call it talent. I know my husband and my parents would be like, oh my gosh, like she never shuts up. Like, I don't know if that's a talent, but it's another way for me to creatively um, express myself. And it's something that I've really tried to embrace. No, I think that, I think that's really cool um, (laughs) that you kind of figured that, that part out. Like, okay, this, this can actually spawn new ideas that lead to other cool projects and things that I can invest in my blog, writing books, those kind of things. Right. Um, so it's almost like a, like a, like a brainstorming session with the microphone on. Exactly. Exactly. Well, not only that, but it's super cool just to tell someone that you have a podcast because it's the, I think for other people, it's this big mystery, like, Oh, only Joe Rogan has a podcast and Rachel Hollis and all these other people that are big name people. So it's like this, it's not accessible to everyday people like me and you. And when you tell them I have a, what you have a podcast? Well, what's it called? And it's just really, it's a cool conversation to have. No, it is. It is really cool. Have you had any um, funny stories of, or like memorable moments of telling people that you have a podcast and their reaction was just either hilarious or memorable or like, you'll just always remember it. Well, my, I guess the most, like the reaction that I get most often is what is a podcast? And it's crazy because it, it blows my mind that I, you know, like I said, I've been listening to podcasts for years now But I still have people, and we're not talking about like generationally people that are, you know, in their 80s and they don't know what a podcast is. I'm talking about people like I'm 32. So I'm talking about people that are in my age and younger that still have no idea what a podcast is. And in 2018, that blows my mind. It does. It just blows. I'm like, the app is on your phone. It's purple. (laughs) It says podcast. It's right there. Like you've never, oh, I didn't know that was there. Or, oh, I deleted that app off my phone. And so, like, that's just, like, the one thing. Um, other than that, it's more of people just saying, you do? <laughs> it's kind of, you know, like a funny reaction. Like, you, like, what do you talk about? And I'm like, oh, like, everything. Everything you can think of, you know, that is just anything related to being a rookie, which, if you think about it, is everything in life. Like, you get married, you're a rookie in your marriage, you have kids, you're a rookie parent. I mean, I could do one on just parenting alone for probably, you know, the end of my life because there's always something, like I said, I have three boys and let me tell you, a house full of boys is never boring, ever, 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 ever. So (laughs) never, never run out of things to talk about. Yeah. So, so I want to circle back to something that you said earlier in our conversation, which I think is really, uh, I want to dig a little bit deeper into, where you talked about how when you first started, you had no idea, you had zero knowledge related to podcasting. Other than being able to spell the word podcast, <laughs> you were starting from from square one. Yes. Um, but you had the mindset that whatever it takes, I can figure it out. Mm-hmm. Where does that come from? Because that's not normal. It might feel normal because you've kind of trained yourself into that. But where do you think that comes from? Oh, Lord. Is this a therapy session now? Because I'm like, (laughs) oh, I I, honestly, I don't know. Because, you know, when it comes to um, doing things, I think it's almost that mentality, even if it's a mind game that I play with myself when, you know, you have someone tell you, well, you can't do that. You know, well, you, you can't figure that out. Other people can, but you can't figure that out. Like I, like I said, I wrote a book 
and you know, I self-published it and I, I did all these things and people were like, well, how, you know, what, what made you think you could do that? And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. No one told me that I couldn't. So why not? And I mean, and I spent two months on Google and in YouTube just figuring it out and in, you know, groups like, like the Buzzsprout group, like just asking questions. I think that that's what it really, what it comes down to is just not being afraid to ask questions, no matter how stupid you may sound, because there's been times where I feel like an idiot. Like when I'm literally, I'm saying it out loud. I mean, to, um, I'm a part of some other groups. So I'm here in the Houston area and there's some other great podcasting groups out there. And I just realized how much I don't know, but I'm still not afraid to ask those questions. Like they start talking about condensers and the studio equipment that I've never even heard of. And I'm like, yeah, tell me more about that. I don't use that on my <laughs> show, but I want to know what you're talking about. So I guess it's just this relentless need to just figure it out. And, you know, there's... There's so many amazing resources online that um, I think anyone could do this, could do podcasting for sure. I definitely think anybody can. It takes a certain level of person or a certain type of person to be willing to admit that they don't know something, yeah. even in an online sense where you're not talking to people face to face. There's still this like, I, I don't want people to think that I don't know what I'm talking about, or I don't mm-hmm. want to feel like a noob or like I've never done this before. And if I start learning about podcasting and I see like this mountain of information of, oh my goodness, this is so overwhelming trying to figure all this out. I can't imagine like in the future that I will be an expert or know all of this stuff. Right. Um, and so, so it does take a certain level of humility to be able to, to be willing to be at square one and to be willing to say, this is my starting place. This is where I'm at. And that's okay. I only have, you know, I can only go up from here. Right. Um, so I think there's a certain element that of that that has to be there in order to follow through and actually create a podcast. Because otherwise, you'll, you'll never learn the things that you need to. You'll never learn the skills that you need to to actually, actually execute it. Right. Well, I just, like, the whole time you're sitting there saying this, I'm just like, what you're saying is absolutely my message that you just said back to me is like, how do you feel like, you know, you believe that you can do this? Not, not just that you have the information, but that you can believe. And that's what being a rookie is all about. Like, it's just my tagline is keep it up rookies. We all have to start somewhere and saying that over and over and over again. And I mean, it's more for me than it is for anybody else. You know, like that isn't, you know, I don't really do this. And I know this might sound really weird, but I don't do this for other people. I really don't. Like, this is something that fulfills me. Like, hearing other people's stories and sharing the things that I do, um, it really helps me because it motivates me. And I think that that's the core of who I am. Like, I consume a motivational podcast. I consume motivational books, ebooks, audiobooks. I read all kinds of motivational stuff because I need it. Like I'm not going to sit here and say, "Oh, you know, I'm perfect." And I will you'll never hear those words come out of my mouth. I'm so <laughs> far from being perfect, but I've really um embraced the term rookie. Like I that's just what I am and I may not know everything. I may never know. I could do this for 50 years and still not know everything about podcasting. 
but I will be the first one to raise my hand and say, can you repeat that? Or can you, can we talk a little bit more about that? I don't quite understand. And I think that that's just, that's just who I am. <laughs> well, that's good. That means that you, you are set up for podcasting success. Right. <laughs> so, so something that I want to talk to you about, because I think you do a really good job of this on your podcast is being authentic. Um, because it's very easy when, especially if you're kind of new or if you've only been doing it for a little while to feel like everything that you record and put out there has to be like super polished that you have to essentially create a different version of yourself that's worthy of a podcast Mm -hmm. instead of just being willing to say, you know what, this is just who I am and I'm just going to try and be myself in a podcast and not worry about how that affects my audience or how that affects my audience growth that uh, I think a mistake a lot of people make early on is they're like well I need to be like super professional it needs to sound like NPR produced it like if I say um too many times I need to spend six hours deleting all of those instead of embracing like well this is who I am and I Mm -hmm. want that to come through on my podcast Um, that is ironically a lot more effective than trying to be super polished. Right. Um, ha- have you found that to be true for yourself in your own podcast? Well, I have to be perfectly honest. I mean, I think it just, it has to go with the content that I consume because I don't I don't really listen to a lot of the most popular shows. Like I don't. I listen to a lot of people. Um, like I said, I'm in the online business world. So I listen to a lot of um, podcasting, um, podcast shows that are all about building your online brand. And I... So my one of my recent episodes, there was a misstep. Like, I totally messed up. I was using the wrong microphone. I recorded the wrong, like, it was just this, you know, thing. And I could have gone back, redid the whole thing, and completely polished it and made it, you know, quote-unquote perfect. But I had listened to an episode where someone else had messed up. She had totally screwed up and plugged in the wrong microphone. And she had um, this amazing interview with this, like, big name celebrity and she was like y'all like I screwed up and but I I I can't keep this content to myself it was almost like a selfish thing to not publish it and keep going forward and so I think because of her authenticity to say that it gave me the you know the bravery to do the same thing I just you know and I basically stole her words verbatim I was like hey guys like I've messed up this is what I did I hope you can forgive me this isn't the quality that I normally try to deliver however like if I went back and fixed it it wouldn't be as authentic so um I think just listening to other people like a variety of people um and just kind of molding that into who you want to be as a podcaster is um I feel like that's where everyone should start is just consume as much uh, variety as you can and then, you know, kind of mold that into who you are and throw your own personality in there. So, so I think (laughs) what you just said, most people would like really be afraid of is I totally messed up this microphone thing and I released the episode anyways. Yeah. Now, and I think the fear is that, okay, if I put this out there and it's not you know what i hoped it could be or the audio quality isn't as great as i could possibly make it that people will be angry with me my Mm -hmm. listeners will be up in arms like how could you do this to us you plugged in the wrong microphone right and you know and 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 you weren't perfect i can't believe it so 
I'm gonna ask you this question, but I think I already know Uh-oh. the answer. Did you get did you get any emails that were like, Man, Crystal, I, I wish you had gone back and re recorded that. <laughs> Maybe it wouldn't have been as authentic, but it would have sounded a little bit crisper and I I really would appreciate it if you would do that. Did you get any feedback like that? <laughs> okay, so my audience is mostly people that I know or that I've met through networking or you know, they've found the show through someone else. And it is said over and over again, like, I'm a rookie. Like, I'm figuring this stuff out. So I don't feel like, um, no, to answer your question, no. I didn't get any hate mail. I didn't get any bad marks or anything. And um, But just being transparent from the get-go. Like, hey, guys, like, I'm trying to figure this out. Like, I'm still within the first year of my podcast. And, you know, there could be some amazing things that happen and some not so fun things that I've had to talk about. And um, I just kind of go with the flow. My, my listeners understand. And if they don't, then that's okay. Then they're not, they're not my people. Like, I think that that's what I've just embraced. Like, if you don't like it, I'm sorry. There are other way better produced podcasts out there that you can go enjoy than I am not for you. If you like polished and completely put together perfect all the time, then... Go find someone else. I'm going to disappoint you every single time. <laughs> so so I love that you said that because, again, there's this unfounded fear. I- irrational, really. I mean, it feels super real, but an irrational fear that somehow by being human, I will not be successful. Right. Or that I will sabotage my show by being myself. Right. And allowing my mistakes to come to the surface. When in reality, almost the exact opposite happens. Yes. Because when you're willing to be vulnerable with your audience and let them see a side of yourself that maybe they weren't expecting, mm-hmm. never thought you would talk about you know, making a mistake and then letting them hear your mistake for the next 25 minutes, right? that now they feel more loyal to you. They feel like they know you better right. than they did before. And so if they were listening to you before that would just reaffirm that this is someone I want to continue to listen to. Right. Because they're not fake. They're not just putting together a show to sell sponsorships. They're here to help me. And they're a real person. And right. so I think it's it's crazy how you you really don't have to be perfect as a podcaster. And the more of yourself that you can kind of bring into your show, the stronger the connection you'll have with your listeners and the more impact you'll be able to have as well. Exactly. Well, since we're sitting here talking about fear and everything, because I'm sitting here thinking like, well, you know, how did I overcome, you know, just that everything has to be perfect. Everything has to do. So I told y'all, you know, I'm, I listen to a lot of audiobooks. The number one book I would recommend to anyone that's doing any kind of creative endeavor is Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. And in this book, she talks about fear and how it holds us back and how we just you know, you should bring fear along for the ride. Like just acknowledge that she has a, there's like a short story that she says in her book, but it's basically like bring fear along, like on your road trip through your creativity, but you tell them, you know, you can't control, you can't, you know, you can't even touch the radio button. Like you're not here to do anything other than just be there and you're confirming that I'm human, but the like, you know, courage, bravery, everybody else, like, we got this. You're just there. Like, you shut up and you sit in the back. <laughs> and, and ever since then, like, I've really just 
embraced fear because I'm still terrified. Like I, you know, I was a little nervous coming on to this interview and you know, that's because this is my first interview on someone else's podcast. I've been doing my own podcasting, but this is my first interview. So I was, you know, kind of nervous, but I'm celebrating that this is just another part of the process. Like this is just another step in the right direction. And it, yeah, it's scary, but it leads to some pretty amazing things. So I think that that's the part of fear that I really embrace is like, okay, we're going to hit record and then one day we're going to hit publish. And yes, there's probably going to be someone out there that criticizes you and says this is terrible, but those aren't your people. Those are the people that come back every week and they're like, hey, you know, like, when's your next show? Like, what are you going to talk about? Like, can you talk to this person? Can you interview them? Or I want to be on your podcast. Or I'd love to pick your brain about how this works. Um, those are your people. Those are the people that you want to help and you want to embrace. And you want to hang out and spend time with them. So that would be my advice on fear. <laughs> oh, I think that's great advice. It's it's not to try to ignore it. You know, realize that it's there, but then give it its proper place. Right. And For not sure. allow it, not allow it to to put both hands on the wheel. So yes, to speak. You know, I think, exactly. I think, it's a, I think it's a great picture. Yeah. Um. So I want to ask you about your any interactions that you've had with your audience or any of your listeners that like reaffirmed that yes, like I'm onto something here. This is having an impact. I'm helping people. Have there been any kind of memorable moments or stories where you hear from someone that listened to your podcast and as a result of that? Like it really made it a positive impact on them. So the most popular, which it's really cool how Buzzsprout, um, they do their statistics and everything um, because I watched this one episode just keep climbing and climbing and climbing. And I'm like, what is it? So I interviewed, um, I like to email or email interview uh, women that are, they have really cool stories. And I only have women on my show. I haven't had a guy. I think I might do an interview with my husband. But other than that, like, there's no guys allowed. Sorry, Travis, you can't come on the show. It's not going to happen. <laughs> Maybe if I do another one down the road. But um, but I had spoke to this woman who is, I guess, just living this life of adventure that other women are craving. So her and her husband were really bad in debt and they ended up selling their home and they bought an RV and they are traveling the country and road schooling their kids. That's what it's called. Instead of homeschooling, they are road schooling their kids. And it just blew me away. Like that's something I didn't know about my audience. I think that they're searching for this, I guess, sense of adventure or sense of, hey, like she can do that. I can do that too. And that's just really open my eyes to who my audience is. And I guess they want more of that, like real life people, you know, not these unattainable stories, you know, that someone, Oh, I won the lottery. You know, it's one of it's these stories of people that are just like every day, you and me, they did this amazing thing. Why can't I do that? Or, you know, what are the steps that I need to take to make that a reality for me and my family? So that's a really cool thing to see um, in the process. No, that is really cool. And I'm personally a little bit jealous that like, oh, wow, they just get to travel the country all the time. That sounds awesome. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and it's funny because I actually interviewed two moms on two separate occasions that did that. And during the podcast, she was in a valley in Montana, I want to say. Like she told me from the get go, she was like, our internet connection might not be very good. 
And I was like, well, you're in a valley in Montana. Like, this is awesome. Like, don't cancel this. We have to talk. Like, we're going to make whatever we need to do to make this happen. But I want to talk to you while you're there because I was like, and send me a picture of that sunset because I'm sure it's amazing while you're there. But um, yeah, it's just really cool. And, and that's another thing about podcasting, the expansion of my network and then just the people that I get to interact with is far surpasses anything I ever dreamed of for blogging or doing anything else online. Like podcasting has just... I mean, I don't even know the word for it. It's just like exponentially grown um, further than anything else on social media or anything like that. Like podcast has, because whenever you have a really good story to tell, you want to share it with other people. Because I've had people tell me like, oh, like he, like I had to go tell my mom to go listen to that episode. I told my sister, I told my friend to go listen to that episode. It was so good. And that just kind of opened my eyes like, oh, I guess I'm on to something. I guess something was really good. And I don't think it was necessarily me. I think it was the stories that we share on the podcast. How much prep do you do before you sit down and talk to somebody? Do you research them? Do you read their blog? Or like how, how, how much work do you do ahead of time to kind of prepare yourself for those conversations versus kind of responding in the moment to things that come up that intrigue you or you think would be a cool thing to talk about? So I think it depends. It depends on whether I know the person um, beforehand, you know, if we've been interacting in a Facebook group or I've known them for years and years, um, it would vary. But um, what I do is I get them to send me their bio, you know, all the stuff that they want me to read about them um, before they ever go live on the interview. Um, But other than that, I come up with some questions that I want to ask and I kind of let the conversation just flow naturally You know, and if those, most of the time, those questions get asked or they get answered while we're in the interview. But if they don't, then I'll go back and say, hey, by the way, you know, I didn't get to this question. Um, But like I said, I like to, I don't like it to be scripted. I don't want it to be, okay, I don't send my interviewees the questions beforehand that I'm going to ask them. I'm just, I give them a general idea. This is what we're going to talk about. For example, I talked to someone who is, um, she is a dog trainer for golden retrievers or Labrador retrievers, retrievers in general. She And she trains them for hunting. And I thought this was such a cool thing because, you know, when you think of a hunter, you think of a guy who's got a grizzly beard and he's got a big shotgun. He's got his trusty lab. She trained her Jack Russell Terrier to hunt, uh, what are they, Canada geese. And it's just like, what? What are you talking about? And I've known her for years and years, but I told her like, okay, I want to talk about the fact that you're, you know, you're a woman in this industry and that's not a common everyday thing. So this is the general focus. And then of course I had questions and most of the time she just ran with it. She just kept talking about, you know, the things that mattered to her. And I think that that really resonated with other people more so than saying, here are your questions, answer them this way. Again, it goes back to that polished, like, I don't, I don't care about it all being polished and professional. I try to be as professional as I can, but sometimes we go a little rogue and we have to get back on track. <laughs> no, you, you want to do the best you can without it being mechanical or right. robotic, right? You want to you want to be yourself yes. and have a great conversation and then make sure that it is actually a great conversation. So exactly. do the things you need to ahead of time to set it up. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. So so how has starting your podcast being a podcaster, being in this world, um, 
how has that contributed to your personal growth? Because I think what's really cool about podcasting is not just the skills that you learn, but kind of the underlying character traits that you build as a result of grinding it out, looking for interviews, editing your episodes. So, so what, what would you say are some of the things that you've personally grown in as a result of podcasting? I think that it's helped me be more aware of really neat stories that I have within my own life because a lot of the time I kind of sit back and I think, oh, you know, like we, you know, we do our daily, you know, our family stuff, like the kids go to school, my husband goes to work, we do the laundry, which I hate laundry, by the way. And if you follow me, like that is just one thing I will talk about over and over. I don't do it on the podcast, but I just, I don't like laundry. I despise it. But, (laughs) but I find those teachable moments because going back to the motivation, um, I see a lot more of that stuff that I can talk about like, ooh, that's good. I need to talk about that on the podcast. Or, oh, I need to find someone who does X, Y, Z. And I really, you know, I don't know someone that does that personally, but I can find someone within my network who can point me to, you know, let's just say, you know, I don't, I can't even think of an industry right now, but something that's very unique. And um, I want to hear their story. I want to hear how they got into doing that. And so, um, it's just helped me kind of open my eyes to um, how everything works in the online world and how podcasting can really just contribute to that and just help you do so many other things. Um, One thing I love about podcasting is you don't have to be like polished and like perfect. And I'm talking about like as a woman, that is awesome to hear. Like I love wearing hats. Like at one point I was like, oh, I'm going to have my own YouTube channel. Then I was like, oh, I got to put on makeup and I got to put my hair. Like everything's got to be picture perfect. Again, going back to the perfect and the fact that with podcasting, I don't have to be that way. It just makes me love it that much more because I can still show up as myself and I don't have to be this perfect polished figure while I'm talking to someone who's, you know, a thousand miles away. So that's really cool. No, I love that too. I, I remember a couple of years ago thinking, I'm going to start a YouTube channel. Similar thing. But it was, this is a lot of work to do one video. Right. I mean, I just I just want to talk about things that I care about. Yes. Maybe podcasting will be better. Yes. And uh, lo and behold, fall in love with podcasting and the rest is history. <laughs> um, but uh, so, so thinking about kind of at the beginning of your journey, some of the things you had to overcome... What would you say were some of the major hurdles that you encountered uh, when you were trying to get your podcast off the ground? And what did it look like for you to work through those? I would have to say the um, the right planning. Um, I hadn't really planned out far enough in advance. I was kind of, you know, flying by the seat of my pants. Like, okay, like, oh, no, it's Wednesday. I have to have this up. Or, you know, I was supposed to do this interview and it fell through. What now? And I kind of was, you know, running around like a crazy person for a long time, probably for the first two or three months. I was, you know, scheduling things and then doing things last minute. And then like, oh, man, I forgot I got to do the commentary or I got to do my show notes. And I was just very procrastinating, not really on top of things. Whereas now I try to do a lot more batch work and do a lot of the things that I can, um, at one time. Um, there was one month where I recorded four episodes, um, in one day. 
Uh, it was all interviews and I was exhausted after that day. But then I had a month of podcasts. Like I could take the entire month and just do the edits and do all the other stuff. But the meat of what I needed to happen was already done. And just the relief of that really just opened my eyes to help me enjoy podcasting more. Because I think in those first few weeks, in the first few months, it almost feels like a burden and you have days where you're like, why am I doing this? Like it's so much work. It is so much work. But it's just like anything else when you start a habit. Like now I can go in and edit, record, edit, do all the marketing I'm going to do, do all my audiograms, like do everything like that within a span of an hour. It does not take me that long as it used to because... I've, it's a habit. I've been doing it for a long time now. So I think my advice to someone that is just starting is to give yourself some grace. It's probably going to be pretty choppy and pretty, you know, not beautiful the first few episodes. I went back and listened to my few, first few episodes and I'm like, oh my gosh, I didn't hear how bad it echoed in the room and I didn't know this, I didn't know that. But now, you know, it's like you don't look back. You just keep going forward because... If you let those little things trip you up, then you'll quit every time. And you just, you can't. Because I believe that people, you know, you have a message. If you want a podcast, like you have a message. There's a reason why you have that desire in you to put your message out into the world. And um, don't let trying to be perfect hold you back. Because it'll it'll just be sad to be without your message. <laughs> well, and the irony is the only way to get to close to perfect is to trudge through mediocre on the way oh, there yes. right so <laughs> you can't you can't allow that to, to stop you um which i think just comes full circle back to how we started the, the episode talking about being okay with being a beginner so how have you blended podcasting and all of the work required to keep your podcast going in addition to the other things you do for your your business with the other things that are important in your life, like your family or spending time with friends or enjoying the hobbies that you do enjoy, like how do you make sure that you keep that proper balance? Because it's so easy to just go down the rabbit hole of spending hours and hours and hours on podcasting. Yes. And if you don't have those boundaries, you kind of forget to pay attention to things that are actually more important than podcasting. Right. So I'm a big believer. Like I said, I've been staying at home with you know, my kids for four years. And the first few years of being at home was just figuring out how do you get all this stuff done? Like there's so much to be done around the house. There's school projects, there's this, there's that, you know, there's soccer games, there's all kinds of things. And so time management has been something I've been figuring out for the last, I would say, of four years. I mean, since I've been at home, but in the last year specifically, I have really put up boundaries on when I'm going to do certain things. So I'm a crazy person. I'll say this. I get up at 5 a.m. So I'm an early morning because that's time that my kids are asleep. Everybody is, you know, taken care of. Everyone's safe and sound. And I can get up and I can do my stuff then. And that includes, that's not limited to podcasting. That's blogging. That's social media stuff. That's everything all encompassing within those first hour or two in the morning. Um, so that's what I do. And then throughout the day, honestly, I don't start working until about one o'clock in the afternoon. Cause that's nap time for my youngest. And, um, I have few chunks of time throughout the week where I can work on my stuff. And then, 
you know, once four o'clock comes and the kids are home, then I turn it all off. I shut, I shut the door to my office and I'm just done. And I've, it's taken a long time to get that way because otherwise, like I don't do notifications on my phone for social media. I turn all of that off because it's distracting and it does take away from family time or just being with your spouse or just, you know, being present in your life and you can't just work, work, work. You definitely have to have that balance of who do I want to be? Yes, I want to be successful. I want to be professional, but I also want to have a life outside of work. So um, time management, for sure. That's like the number one thing that I would suggest to anyone is setting up very healthy boundaries of when you're going to work, when you're going to be present at home, and um, anything else that's important in your life. I think those are all great tips. (laughs) No, I think those are all great. Um, And then another thing I wanted to ask you before we kind of wrap up is uh, thinking about the future and remembering why you initially started the podcast the things that you've learned along the way and then kind of where you're hoping it goes in the future. What's kind of your goal, your long-term vision for where your podcast eventually goes and kind of what you hope it becomes? Well, um, I would say that within the last few months, I've been kind of asking myself this question um, with my um, all-encompassing of my business. Like, what am I trying to do? Because for a long time, I didn't have a clear definition of this is who my audience is and this is my message and this is what I want to get out into the world. Um, What I want to see my podcast do is reach further into other networks and other people that are, I guess, intimidated by podcasting like I was. And they think, whoa, well, yeah, Rachel Hollis and Jenna Kutcher and Amy Porterfield and all these like mega rock star online marketers, they do this and they do it so well. I could never do that. They're talking about getting 10 million downloads, you know, and they're celebrating that. And here I am, you know, I have two episodes and my mom and my brother listen to it, you know, and it's really, it kind of deflates you. But I want people to know, like, look, if I can figure this out, if I, like, I had no idea what I was doing. I mean, it's only been right at six or seven months. And I've figured this out and I've gotten over a thousand downloads on my show and I'm figuring things out still as I go along. I just want to encourage you, like you can do the same thing and probably have more success than I have because there are tools out there, like everything in the Buzzsprout community. Like, so for a second, I'm just going to have to say, (laughs) I tell everyone about like, okay, if you're going to do hosting site, like you have to go with Buzzsprout because y'all do have such a great platform And I heard about y'all through Pat Flynn. I started listening to his podcast and everything, you know, that he does. He's awesome. Um, But I just, I see that as more attainable because there's people like Pat out there doing it. Like, he has such a cool story. And it's like, here he was and look where he is now. And yes, there's probably lots of barriers and lots of obstacles, you know, lots of ladders to climb to get to where he is as far as his success level. But I don't think it's impossible. And I want to share that message with other people. I think that's a great goal. I think that's a great goal. Uh, Well, Crystal, this has been a blast. I've just enjoyed talking about life, about having the right perspective. And uh, I really just appreciate you being willing to be authentic and share you know, your real story, because that's, that's something that you don't get to hear every day. 
uh, even in the world of podcasting. So I appreciate that. And uh, I appreciate your, your authenticity. Um, I like to end our interviews on a fun and quirky note. And you can take this question however you want to. Okay. But uh, if you had a time machine that you could take back to the day before you started your podcast and you could tell yourself one thing, what would you say to yourself? One thing. I just thought of like 10 different ideas at one time. Um, One thing would be to always check your equipment. Always check it. Even (laughs) if you think, even if you think... Everything is supposed to be like, you know, on the right settings and everything's plugged in properly. Check your equipment every single time, every single time. And I know that shouldn't even be a thing that you have to tell anybody, but it's something I have to tell myself. Like, did you double check and make sure everything is plugged in properly? So, yes, that would be the number one. And the reason is, is I messed up my first interview. My mic was not plugged in. And I had to use her audio and re-record my audio. So, rookie mistake. It hasn't happened again. Even though I've had other microphone malfunctions, that hasn't happened. So, always check your (laughs) your equipment. If you are a female entrepreneur that is looking to grow your brand, and you also love listening to other female entrepreneurs share their stories then make sure to check out The Ricky Life at crystalprofit.com forward slash podcast. That's crystal and then profit with two F's and two T's dot com slash podcast and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Wish you could be featured on a future episode of Podcasting in Real Life? Well, you absolutely can. All you have to do is click on the link in the show notes to submit your application to appear on a future episode. And if today's episode inspired you or resonated with you, we would love to hear back from you. All you have to do is leave a review in Apple Podcasts to let us know what you thought and to also help us reach more podcasters just like you. That is it for today. Thanks for listening. And as always, keep podcasting.